0: Welcome to On Tangent, where online marketing, entrepreneurship, and life collide. I'm Maida, your online marketing bestie and fellow entrepreneur. It wasn't long ago that I was a corporate slave shackled by golden handcuffs, but now I get to run a flexible, fulfilling business that allows me to make an impact that extends far beyond me. Here we believe in the power of free-flowing conversations and unfiltered discussions where every topic is fair game and there are no boundaries and no limits. Join me as we dive into conversations that will equip, entertain, and inspire you throughout your entrepreneurship journey with a dash of humor, lots of curiosity, and a touch of unpredictability. After all, life and marketing is full of surprises. Ready to join me? Grab your coffee or tea and let's get chatting. Hello friends, welcome to another episode of On Tangent. Today I am flying solo once again and I'm talking all about systems and processes. I know they sound kind of like intimidating and whatnot, but promise you they don't have to be as difficult as you think they might So that's what we're talking about today and specifically I'll talk about some of the systems and processes that I think every small business owner needs to have in place. When you first start a business on your own, I know that it's super tempting to just kind of wing it like day by day, just kind of go with the flow kind of thing and immediately go into this do mode situation because there's just so much to do so you just kind of dive right in. And I know that feeling all too well because I've been there, I've done that. The problem though is that that path leads you to getting overwhelmed and burnt out very, very quickly. But taking a bit of time up front to map out a few of the standard processes and systems for how you're in your business is going to operate That's what will save your behind basically in the long run. Having go-to procedures like signing on new clients, handling projects, how you're going to get paid, how you're going to deliver your projects, your deliverables, all of those things, you know, having those processes, it means you're not really reinventing the wheel every single time that process comes up. So it's very much time-saving. And I would say it also saves your sanity, really, at the end of the day. So that's what we're talking about. And most importantly, having reliable processes in place makes it way, way easier to eventually take on help and delegate tasks instead of trying to be Wonder Woman doing everything yourself. That's how real freedom and flexibility start opening up for you as a business owner, when you're able to smoothly and easily transfer what needs to get done to another person without having to spend all this upfront time explaining how to do certain things. So that's a huge, huge benefit to having systems and processes in place. And look, I know it can feel boring to document procedures when you first are starting out because again, you have so much to do, right? You've got to get things done. You're excited about your business, about launching it, continuing to make money and all those things, right? You just want to keep going. So yes, it feels like it's kind of stopping you in your tracks. It feels kind of boring, all those things. Absolutely agree with you on that. But trust me, putting in the work right now or like in the very beginning to set up these processes and systems prevents major headaches and mistakes and burnout from you constantly getting dragged into low-level details of your work versus looking at that bigger picture. It lets you play more of a leadership role, focusing on your vision and your strategy. You get to work on on the actual business, not just the day-to-day tasks of like inside your business. Again, instead, you're looking at the bigger picture, the bigger vision. You get to build out what you're you know envisioning in your mind for what your business is going to be. You actually get to work on that instead. So all that to say do yourself a solid, start establishing some basic processes early on. It gives your business the bones to be able to scale, really, without total chaos or frying your brain along the way. You'll thank yourself big time, I promise. And to help you actually get started, I'm going to cover some of these critical processes I think every small business owner needs in this episode today however this isn't an exhaustive list i will just kind of put that disclaimer out there there are certainly more processes to be built out in any business you know obviously every business is different every business is unique so there are specific processes that i might not be covering here today that your business does need or could just benefit from if you choose to build out that process but again this is not an exhaustive list These are just a few processes that I think are essential and that you should think about setting up. All right, so let's get into it. The very first process that I think is essential and that needs to get set up in any small business really is your lead generation process. So for this one, you want to be sure to map out where your leads are coming from, whether that's from your website, if it's referrals, social media, whatever it might be. Then you want to figure out a simple system, don't overcomplicate it, just even if it's just writing it out or like drawing it out, mapping it out, whatever works best for you. Figure out a simple system to review those leads so you know who looks promising from that list of leads to follow up with first. Not every lead is the same, is made equal. Not every lead is good for your business or works with your business or is aligned with your business. So there's no sense in chasing every single lead that comes through. You want to kind of have a simple process in place where you can, maybe it's like a checklist of some sort where you can say, okay, this potential customer meets X, Y, and Z. So I think they are very much aligned with my business and with what I'm providing and it qualifies them to be a good lead. So therefore, I'm going to follow up with this person first. So just having something simple like that in place would be amazing. And this takes consistency though, like you got to be disciplined about following up with those potential customers and leads and things like that. You can use a CRM system to track where everyone's coming from, where they're at, what stage in the follow-up process you are with them and things like that. So again, be consistent, have potentially a CRM system if that's, you know, we don't really need to be going after the fancy tools and things like that. If it works for you in just like an Excel sheet just to start out, that's great. As long as you have a system going, it can be transferred anytime, anywhere later on as well. All right, the second system or process that I think you should set up is your onboarding process for new clients. Don't just dive right into a new client project before laying out the groundwork. That's one of the biggest advice that I could give you have an onboarding process in place that allows you to set up clear expectations learn exactly what success looks like for your customer and share a standard agreement and what they can even expect to you know receive from you once they sign up once they're onboarded the last thing you want to do is have your customer wonder okay well what stage of the process are we in like when am I going to get xyz deliverable how often am i going to get this report or any of those types of questions you kind of want to nip it in the bud and set those expectations early on so you can clarify all needs up front so you can get aligned is kind of what i'm trying to say here and obviously this saves massive massive headaches on both sides because again the customer won't be sitting there wondering what's going on and you won't also be getting like a thousand different questions to things that you really have the answer for but maybe just didn't have time to communicate right off the bat. Maybe it's like in a document or in a PowerPoint or something like that that you can just send to your customer they can read through it and follow up if they have any other questions additional outside of those. But at least there's some sort of onboarding system or process that the client will go through. All right, the next process or system is managing projects. You want to have a project management system in place. I personally love ClickUp for this because it's very organized, it's very user-friendly, and I can, you know, kind of share the project plan with the customer, with the client, so that they aren't necessarily wondering, hey, how far along are we in this project? What stage are we at? Any of those kind of questions, the ClickUp boards will answer if my Client or customer is interested in looking at where we're at with a certain campaign, for example, or if we have content scheduled for the next three weeks. So it doesn't have to be ClickUp for you, it could be any project management system. Again, you could also still do this in Excel if you don't plan to use any sort of online software at this point. That's totally okay. You can create it yourself as well. So inside these management systems, you can break big projects down into smaller milestone chunks that build on each other and document mini action steps under each milestone and sync with the client on progress regularly. So when everything is like broken down into tiny little steps of like okay, this is the bigger goal, here are the smaller actions that we're going to take in order to hit that bigger goal. The client can actually see that and get progress reports regularly, that will help them feel at ease and it will help you have a clear managing project system in place as well. And this way, there will be no surprises, which those are terrible if they happen. So you definitely want to have something in place that puts minds at ease on both ends for yourself and for your client as well. All right, the next system and process I want you to have in place is billing and getting paid. I think that's something we don't really talk often about, but the whole point of running your own business is getting paid, right? So make sure your pricing is super, super clear from day one so that clients know exactly what to expect for what services. Invoice on a consistent schedule so you're establishing some sort of rhythm with your clients so they can expect, okay. These are the days I need to be ready for XYZ invoice and I know exactly how much that's going to be so that it's no surprise on either end. Then don't just cross your fingers hoping they'll pay. Politely and firmly follow up if those payments fall behind. Your business depends on it. You are a business owner so don't be afraid to speak up for yourself but at least I want you to have a process that you know, something like maybe if they don't pay after X number of days, this and this is going to happen and this is how I'm going to follow up and this is maybe like a standardized email of how you're going to follow up what you're going to say, like any of those things that you don't have to keep doing every single time. If this situation comes up more than once, then that will save your behind so much because then you've got the... System and a process in place that someone else could actually follow through with as well if you're not available to do so. So have that in place somewhere. All right, the next one is ongoing client care or nurturing, whatever you might call it. Your client relationships cannot stand still or they will go stale. Check in routinely to chat about their needs, their results. So far, and ways to improve. So, you can offer up new services that they might want that you wouldn't have known if you were not keeping this open door type of policy where they can come to you with questions and communicate what their feedback is and things like that. This can also be done with potential clients. So, clients that aren't necessarily working with you yet, like if you're nurturing an email list, for example you can continue having a newsletter that goes out on a weekly basis to nurture that email list. So make sure you have a process in place for regular and consistent nurturing, whether that's with a paying client or future potential clients. The love is is going to fade if you let these clients and potential clients sit there waiting for you to come to them kind of thing. And instead, if you're being proactive and have a process in place, where you're following up with certain, you know, whatever XYZ newsletters, or every week you're going to send them an updated report of how whatever XYZ campaign is going, things like that, where you're still top of mind, they know you're working on things, and you can also build trust that way. All right, so the next process is Your process for bringing on subcontractors, and that's if you are hiring any help. If you're not, this might not necessarily help you right now, but you can probably just listen to this part and tuck it away for later if you do plan to hire in the future. But if you need specialty help that you can't handle in-house, so for example, if you're not a web designer but you have a client who needs help with their website, you might want to contract that out. So in a situation like that, you want to build a go-to process to find a solid freelancer and to be ultra clear with them on expectations and what you want out of a project and how you expect certain things to be done. So check their work at first to ensure it's quality stuff representing your business well. And if you love what they do, if you are jiving with them pretty well, you obviously you want to hire them and things like that. So the very first time you do that, you want to outline what the steps were that you took in order to find them, how you went through betting the freelancer and things like that so that the next time you want to hire a subcontractor or if you want eventually a manager that's working under you to go and hire a freelancer, they can follow those same processes to ensure that you're hiring someone that aligns with you and your business. And the next process I would recommend that you set up as a small business owner is partnering with other small businesses. So as you know, collaborations are really, really important. Strategic partnerships, whether that's through referrals, cross promotions, collaborations, anything like that, all of that is really pure magic (laughs) in my opinion. And when you do partnerships like that, at first it can be a little intimidating and like, okay, what am I going to send them? How do I even ask? What's my pitch email going to be? How do I ensure that I deliver what I say I'm going to deliver? How do I even know what I'm going to deliver and what the other person might be delivering? How do I ensure that they deliver what they said they were going to? So as you can see, there are so many questions that come up when you start talking about partnering with other businesses or other creators and things like that so obviously strategic partnerships have a lot of work that go into it so you want to start recording your process from the get-go so that you have something standardized when the next partnership comes up so that you're not necessarily reinventing the wheel every single time you want to partner with someone new So you want to hammer out exactly how you'll work together and route leads and clients ahead of time and how the partnership is going to be harmonious from the get-go so that, again, the next time you partner with someone, even, I mean, obviously the first time could be an amazing experience, obviously, as well. But the system and the process that you're setting in place now will help you make this partnership Um, more smooth and faster the next time around. So definitely have something in place for that as well. All right. And the last process or system I have for you guys is documenting your internal SOPs. I know that it can be a snooze, but seriously take some time early on to write down step-by-step guidelines for how you get things done. So again, like how you are For example, managing your CRM system, how you are creating that invoice, like all of those things, you want to write down a step by step guideline for how you're getting it done. And as you grow, it'll get seriously impossible to remember all those little details in your process. So make sure you document them early on and update them regularly so that when, again, you hire someone like a manager or someone else to come help you out. You can just basically hand over this document and they will know exactly step by step what to do in order to get things done. All right, so these were the different systems and processes I had in mind for you guys. Again, the list is not exhaustive. There are, I'm sure, plenty other processes and systems you could be setting up, but those are the really key ones and in my experience those were the ones that I really felt like I had to set up right off the bat to help me scale at a later time. So those were the things I covered today. And I will leave you with one last message, which is the key is not necessarily what software tools you use, like I mentioned earlier, but rather taking the time early on to map out standardized systems and processes that can serve as the blueprint for your business down the line. Again, it does not have to be anything fancy or complicated or intricate or whatever. It could literally be just be a step by step. Here's step one, here's step two. It could be in a word doc. It could be written out on a piece of paper to start. Although I will say transfer that digitally because you're gonna want to share that information with people eventually. So like even if you're just drawing it out on a piece of paper, make sure you transfer it into a digital format eventually. Doing this will Establish the infrastructure for running an efficient quality and scalable business down the road. Again, scalable being key here because when you're ready to grow, you're going to want to be able to just pass that system and process over to whoever it is that you're hiring so that you're not involved in the nitty-gritty. And again, you don't have to be working inside your business, you could be working on your business, on that vision, on that bigger process. So Keep that in mind i know it can be boring but keep pushing through and getting it done all right i hope you enjoyed this episode and i hope that if it was helpful to you you will choose to share it with a fellow business small business owner friend whoever you think will benefit from this episode i hope that you choose to share it with them so that we can also reach them with our message Appreciate you for listening and I will talk to you next time.